Hi, welcome to a Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life podcast. I'm Jennifer McDaniel, pro organizer, capsule wardrobe stylist, and functional home designer. As a mom of four, I realize how quickly things get out of control and how important it is to prioritize how your home functions and how it makes you feel. So if you're ready to find solutions to the stressors in your home and make room for the things that are really important, listen in and let's get started. Are you dealing with downsizing? Maybe your parents are downsizing, your grandparents, your in-laws, your family members. Maybe you yourself are downsizing or just moving altogether. I've talked to so many people recently on this topic and how stressful it is and how many decisions are left undecided for years even. Uh, Someone talked to me today and told me that their brother had been the one that was in charge of the will and all the estate and all the belongings, and it had been three or four years, and it was just all packed in a storage building. That is so much money, so much money, years of storing these items that they may never use any of them, maybe a handful of them. I would expect most people when they do this, Less than one-fourth of what they have stored are things that they really, truly care about. Less than one-fourth. And if they really wanted to break it down, they could probably get it down to just a handful of items that were really special. So if this is something that you're dealing with, I want to really encourage you, if it's your stuff, to go ahead and make decisions. There's so many emotions involved. And just because you have memories from an item, getting rid of the item does not get rid of the memories. It does not get rid of the specialness. Keep the special things that you remember your your parents or your grandparents using. Keep the things that are special for your special memories that you can actually use in your life right now. That's what you need to save. Not the things that your were your grandmother's collection that of dolls or China that you're never going to use. That's not practical to your life. If that's something that you're dealing with and you're having to make those decisions, keep a small set of it, like one of each item, and then slowly start dwindling it down. I currently have a a one single plate from my grandmother's China. I kept just the saucers and the small tea plates to use as coasters. I use them for if I get like just a little cookie or something. I bring that around and use those for special memory moments. I have one on my bathroom counter that I use for my drink. I always have water or tea upstairs and (laughs) always with me. And I have one at my desk where I put things, uh, my drink or my snack or both. (laughs) Um, But I don't keep the teacups. Those aren't practical to my life. We have coffee mugs and just a few of them. And I don't like hot drinks. So we don't have the teacups. The delicate china plates are too much work for me to to deal with handling, hand washing everything. I have four kids. I'm a busy person. I get the value from looking at the item, feeling that warm, fuzzy feeling, and actually using it. I have a few things around my house that are really special to me that are from people that I love, that bring me memories. There's a few things. I have my grandfather's, um, his military shoe shine box with the little thing on it. I have that. It's in my closet. I have um, 
my shoe shine stuff in it, my leather care, all those little specifics. Those are in my closet. That's special to me. That's a sweet memory. And they gave them to me when they were still living. They are still living right now. But keeping those things that are special memories, the things that other people, um, my great grandmother and my aunts and things like that, that have passed away that have given me special things. There's a few of them that I use and love and cherish. And there's others that sit in a box somewhere and never get used. And we've moved several times and it's really inconvenient to move boxes of things that you're never going to use. So I want to encourage you, if you are the one making decisions, make the decisions, keep the things that you have real memories with, not just something because it was theirs. Keep their favorite shirt that you have memories of them wearing all the time. That's all ripped up. My daughter walks around wearing my father-in-law's sweatshirt, a hooded sweatshirt with rips in it. And she just loves it. It doesn't, it's way too big for her, but it means a lot to her and it's special to her. And she wears it almost every week. And it's fine. My, my sons had a hat from their grandfather when he was in the service. So one of his service hats or his retired Navy veteran hat, they wear them occasionally and just, it, it looks really cute in their closet. They also have pictures. We have pictures and albums and different things like that. We didn't get rid of everything. We can't, you, there's things that just, you have to let go of gradually, but you can't take in every single thing that belonged to an in-law or a parent, or an aunt, or a sibling. You can't take all of that in with your things, or your family's going to suffocate from all the stuff. It's overwhelming to make those decisions. What I want to encourage you, if you have someone in your life right now that's downsizing, I want you to go make intentional decisions. If they bring a box of things for you to go through, don't even bring it in the house if you can help it. Go ahead and look through it in the car or on the porch and make your decision there and return it to the car so that it can go to donation or to be sold. Do not let it sit in your house for months and weeks and years and decades never being used properly and never being really cared for and treasured. If you're going to keep things that belong to someone else, you need to do it in a way that's going to honor that person, and honor those specific belongings by using them, being intentional with the items that you keep. If you have young children like I did when your in-laws pass away or your parents pass away, make something, find something that's going to be special to them. This was, you know, I have a couple of things that were my mother-in-law's that I saved for each of my kids. And a couple of things that were my father-in-law's that we saved for each of my kids. These are special memories, special things that are going to be meaningful to them and that can be practical items for them as they grow up. The things that were, you know, the last item that she gave them, if they have a memory of it, they've kept those. The other items, if they don't have a memory of it now, how am I going to, how is it going to be special? Let's get them something that has a memory to save and cherish and something that's not going to take up a whole lot of space, something that's not going to be a a whole portion of their room 
to take over unless it's a practical piece of furniture or something really awesome. I have a huge trunk at the bottom of my bed that was my great-grandmother's, and she left it to me in her will. I was shocked. I have seven, there's seven kids in my family, and I had no idea that there was going to be something that she would leave to me in her will. She left it for me with all the things that were in it as well. I felt so special in that moment. And over the years, I've dwindled down a lot of the items that were in there. Most of them are gone now. But the thing that was special was the trunk. I love it. That is the special thing. And there's a couple of things that were left in there, like some quilts that she had started. She never finished them. I used them as tablecloths for my daughters when we had tea parties. They had such fun colors on them. And I left them unfinished. I never finished them. I don't know how to. But <laughs> but I left them and we did the tea parties and I use them on the side table as just a little runner sometimes and just fold them up a little differently. I don't know if my daughters really remember, remember that those items came from my great-grandmother. But I have a couple of her aprons and some different special things. And those memories, I wish I had gotten her biscuit recipe because she had biscuits every day and every single time we went to her house, my siblings and I would rush to the biscuit container and try and at least get a half to split. And sometimes we didn't get any and we were so disappointed because they just had such a wonderful taste to them. And I think about that all the time, not all the time, but I think about that from time to time. When I think about her, those are some of the things that I think about. Another thing that I think about is how funny it was that like, I, even as a kid, I was offended. Looking back, it's hilarious. She would smack us with a fly swatter if we got in between her and the TV. <laughs> she would sit in her chair and, and smack us with the fly swatter <laughs> if we got in the way. And that's just a funny memory. And I love that about her. Another one was that she was push mowing the grass in her 90s. Push mowing because nobody else could do it the right way. <laughs> so she would go and fix it if they did try and help. And that was just so interesting and so admirable to see that in her. And these, she died a long time ago before I ever had kids. And it's really just one of those things that I like to think about. And I think about her when I think about that trunk. When I see the trunk, I think about her and those memories are there. I don't have to have her biscuit container. I don't have to have her earrings and her, you know, all these different things that were hers because they aren't practical to my life. But the trunk, I use that for all kinds of things. I keep stuff in there, some of my sentimental stuff. I keep blankets in there. It's practical and it's special. And my granddad's shoe shine box, that's special and practical. My grandmother's plates, those are practical. I use them. They're sentimental. They're beautiful to look at. I don't need an entire set of china. And if you're not going to use it in a china cabinet or display it. You're just going to store it up in a box. I think you might rather have some money <laughs> and maybe some space so that your family can enjoy, enjoy the house a little bit better instead of feeling like they don't have room for any of their things. And if you're not in that place yet, go ahead and be thinking through these things. Have conversations with your family members when they're older for years I've talked to my grandparents about things that I love at their home. Everybody's going to want something special, but it's not worth fighting over. Try and make those decisions early if it's possible. I have enough memories. I have enough special things that my grandparents gave me years ago. 
and things that have been special to me for a long, long time that I don't need a single thing from their home to have those memories and those special thoughts because the relationship with them shaped me enough that there's nothing, there's no thing that can take that away or remind me of it any more than my regular life reminds me of it. Conversations I have, things that I do in my everyday, just my relationship with Christ. My grandparents have been such examples of that. They, even just a couple of years ago, they were serving in the ministry, doing things for the church and for others and just such a ministry of love and commitment to Christ through every day of their lives. I think it was about a year and a half ago, somebody came to check like a a water meter or something at their house and rang the doorbell and my granddad answered the door and he went out and he started praying with this man. What can I pray for you about today? Just started praying right there on the porch. They are servants of God in everything that they do. And that has shaped my life so much that there's nothing, no item, no belongings are going to go with me in the end. There's no thing that I'll be able to take with me, but the memories, the love, the love, that's what's going to come with me forever. You can't take that away. Those memories, the love, that's there forever. So if you're dealing with a downsizing situation, be really mindful. There's no point in fighting with people about any of it because it belonged to someone else. And if someone else wants it bad enough, let that be their sin. Let that be their, their stumbling block. Don't let it be yours. Don't let their negative behavior change you and make you bitter and make you have unforgiveness in your heart because there's not a single thing in this world that is, is worth anything in the end. Nothing. The people, the relationships, the love, that's what matters. And if you're downsizing, you need to keep that in mind, full front of your face, like on the backs of your hands. The thing that matters is the relationships. None of the things, none of the money, none of it is worth fighting about. Just take it to God. If there's anything that you're feeling a little bit of dis, you know, discord anywhere or tension, take it to God. And be really mindful about any belongings that you're bringing into your home because your family needs to be able to live in your home. And if you fill it up and fill rooms with other people's belongings and then you don't really take the time, you have to spend time away from your family to go through those things and to to handle all of the belongings. So taking all those belongings from someone else's home and putting them in your home means that you're going to have to spend time away from your family or with your family doing something with those belongings at some point. So think about that. Make sure that you're able to get through all of it in a decent amount of time. Try and make those decisions pretty early. If there's stuff that's really hard for you to let go of, pause on it. Put it in the attic, put it in the back of a closet, but be really intentional about anything that you bring into your home. And that goes for things from the store, things from anywhere. Let's just be really thoughtful and intentional about anything that we're bringing into our homes and anything that we're getting rid of. Because like I've said in this episode so many times, there's no belonging 
that's worth the tension in a relationship. If your husband is really annoyed with a specific chair in your home or a specific piece of furniture or pile or collection or color even, is it worth it? Even if it's your favorite color or your favorite chair, I'm pretty sure that the people in your life have more value than those belongings. And the more that you allow those things to come in between you and that relationship, the harder it's going to be to mend that relationship. The further apart you're going to be from that person. And that is not a happy life. It's not. I know so many people that go through a divorce and they think about how much easier it would be without that person. But then, like with several of my clients that I've helped with downsizing, there's there's so much regret, there's so much hurt, and they're not happier when it's over. They're not. They all have hurt. They all have regret. They all have coulda, shoulda, woulda. All of them. On both sides. And some of them have so much bitterness that they really struggle to see it. But that bitterness is not affecting the other person. It's affecting them. So if that's you and you're dealing with that, I pray for you right now. Lord Jesus, I just ask that you would be with them. Be with my listeners right now. Be with this person who's struggling with forgiveness and with unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment. And anybody that's listening that's struggling to handle a a downsizing or an estate, handle it with grace and love and compassion. And to let those who aren't ready to be forgiving and are being selfish. I just ask that you would be with them, Lord, and just show them how to be more like you, to give them the understanding and to take away any of those selfish desires right now, any of that resentment and anger and bitterness. I just ask that you would take that away right now. Bring them in to the relationship and heal and restore those relationships because the people in our lives, the love that we share and the the relationship that we have with you, that's what's really important. Nothing else matters. Lord, I just ask that you would be with them and give them comfort and peace as they're dealing with whatever it is that they're going through right now. In Jesus' name I pray. All right, you guys, I will see you back tomorrow. You guys have a great day. And then starting in May, we're going to be doing two episodes a week, maybe three. All right, because I have a lot of things on my to-do list for May. So I am finishing up April every single day in April. And then going into May, we're going to be doing one. We'll be doing two, maybe three episodes a week. If you want to join me in the Facebook group, it is How to Declutter, Organize, style and design. I would love to meet you and get to know you in there. And if you have anything you want to share with us or have me help you with, that's a great place to share it. Or you can share it personally um, at organizedfabulouspodcast at gmail.com. And my website is jmorganizingspaces.com. J-M- organizingspaces.com. All right, guys, y'all have a good one. I will be praying for you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life podcast. We would love to hear from you. Our podcast hotline for U.S. 
is 980-389-0399. You can share your tips and tricks, topic suggestions, ask questions, and let me know if we should answer any of these on the air. For other ways to connect, you can reach us at jmorganizingspaces.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?